I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How we're doing today. This is uh, John Edmonds Cosmo here on the Unimpressed podcast. And we have Renee Bagwadine on the podcast today. And we're very excited about that. I hope I said her name right. And uh, she is currently in Fort Lauderdale some interesting times of what's going on and with the industry kind of taking a, a, a hit, what do you, what are you doing with yourself these days? Well, um, it's just like a really weird time for everyone. Um, I just turned 32. So I feel like I started modeling when I was like 10 years ago when I started, was 18. So all through my twenties, I traveled a lot. And because of COVID, I had to stay put at my parents' house in Fort Lauderdale for a bit. And I think everything's changing, especially with the industry. Um, they're like, now we have a at home studios, so we can do castings from home. We can do jobs from home. And a lot of the productions are here in Florida because Florida, <laughs> Florida is like really ratchet and doesn't have as many rules as they should. So all the productions are coming to be filmed down here because everything else is shut down. It's beneficial in a sense, but kind of weird. <laughs> So it worked out. Ratchet. When you say ratchet, what is what do you mean by ratchet? Oh my god! Have you ever seen like the inter- Instagrams? That's like the Walmart people, and they're all just like just everybody's just like freaking crazy. That's Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I, literally, I literally yesterday I was like leaving my parents' house in the main road. There's like a butt naked man just walking down the street, and like I should be used to that because I lived in New York. But it's just like this is like Florida. Just oh Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I do think that, you know, there is somewhat of an effect, you know, from stress, and especially with people, if they have mental illness and they go through COVID, they say there's like some after effects that are really affecting people. So there's no telling what you're going to see in this day and time at any time. Well, I mean, this is Florida in general, but yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, how would <laughs> No, seriously, yeah. like this happens every day. <laughs> it's wow. wild. Yeah, crazy. But that's, I never thought about that. That's really interesting. I'm going to look that up. 10% is ha- are having issues. If you have COVID, 10% of the population that have COVID are having issues uh, after the fact. It's just, you know, from thought process or whatever. So it's it's a very, very strange thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My sister, who actually lives across the street, we're a very close family, by the way. Um, yeah. She's an and like when it first started she came home bawling like she was like I saw my first I remember this the day she's like I saw my first dead person today and I had to put a tag on his toe and she like bawled and then now she's coming home saying like well we had you know like five deaths 10 deaths like one time it was like 20 people died and it's like she's so numb to it right now it's like it's so scary like how like what those nurses have to go through you know yeah was there anything that any opportunities that you missed before all this started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I um, 2020 started off really, really crazy for me in a good way. Um, I went to Bali, Jamaica, Dubai, and lastly, Cuba within that first two months. And I had like a whole schedule plan for like a lot of different work productions, especially like I'm studying to be an actress and that kind of halted too. So I had like a production I was supposed to be on and that completely canceled. There was a lot of lost opportunities, but to be honest, it was good to just sit back and like be around family and like, you know, really think about your life. Well, how was, I got to ask you, how was Ballers? Uh, I know you were a character on Ballers. How many episodes did you do and how was that working on Ballers? Oh my gosh, funny story. So that was like a mistake that I was there. <laughs> um, so we were hired to be like these like Victoria's Secret models as like featured extras. And I guess there was like regular extras and featured extras and then the actress. So uh, me and my friends, it was like a late night and me and my friends were like, oh my gosh, this is like a lot. You know, they had us there all night and we're in like little mini dresses and it's cold. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So we snuck off and we're sitting in the back and we like, I don't know, we stole some like sandwiches or something. And we're like eating (laughs) like in the corner on the floor. And this guy comes up to us and he's like, um, you know, just chatting, talking to us. He was, he was really cool. And he's like, um, so have you, have you ever tried acting? I thought he was one of the extras. So I was like, um, I'm a woman. Like I was just, you know, talking shit, you know, oh my God. Can I, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Uh, so I was just like, you know, like, you know, talking shit. I was like, well, I'm a woman. I can act anything, anytime. Like that's just our, our quirk, you know, like hair flip. And then he was like, well, I'm the director. Do you want to try it now? So I was like thinking like, you're, you're joking. Right. And that's how I got (laughs) to be um in the role and um I only had one line and uh, my name was Chloe I think I was a prostitute but it wasn't like done I was so excited my mom's so proud (laughs) my name was supposed to be Chloe and my line was um hi my name is Brie like the cheese (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't Rob Weiss was it I know Rob very very well he was an Asian guy I don't remember his name. I should, though. I really should. Is that oh, him? Okay. No, Is no, Rob's him? not Asian. He's, he was, uh, Rob did Entourage. Uh, and I, me and uh, Rob and uh, Daryl McDaniels tried to do a project, I don't know, about 10 years ago called Back in the Day. Is about when yeah. Run DMC was going to grow up as kids and how, how that transformed them into who they are, uh, you know, That's being Run cool. DMC and hip hop. But the project never went anywhere. So I probably haven't talked to That's Rob in cool. several years now. I said, that's cool. Anyways, that sounds really interesting. I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I thought it was a no brainer. They don't know anything, anything of substance. <laughs> it's probably a thousand pitches that 
I got said no to. Yeah, you just want to happen. You know, you, you have to have a, an attachment, you know, to the project. Right. I mean, it can't be an idea. You have to have a great mm-hmm. attachment. Usually the projects will have be- have a better chance of being greenlit. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. That's really cool. Have you had one so, that, that has worked out really well that you like your favorite? I sold two shows. I saw one called All In, the USA Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about a sports handicapper. Yeah, Brandon Lang. They made a movie about him called Two for the Money. And Matthew McConaughey played his life story. Him and Al Pacino were in the movie. Um, well, no big we deal. Had... Let's come up with two. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and then I, we sold, I think, is two more to, uh, at the time, it was uh, History Channel 2, I think, before it came Vice. And then I just transitioned and created my own network, you know, really? I was getting, like, yeah, I got tired of the nose. So I've been yeah. building, building ever since, you know. Awesome. Congratulations. What did you do with this? I'm really into history. I'm like such a nerd, a history nerd. What did you do with the history channel? It was these guys in my hometown. They were these redneck guys and they would create these gadgets to discover ghosts. Oh, that's so yeah, good. So like they, they were like ghost inventors so they would like find certain things they would find you know stuff out of a dumpster stuff stuff yeah. anywhere and then put something yeah. together that would detect energy and cool. ghost hunting <laughs> i would watch that too then <laughs> like the ghost yeah, hunt. Right? oh my god i'm kind of those but like i have to like watch it with like one eye closed because i'm like i know it's real and i don't want it to like come possess me through the tv but you know that's my issues <laughs> Well, you seem like I can look at your eyes. You seem very spiritual. Are you a very spiritual person? I am. Um, it's funny you asked. Um, I'm actually starting theology school after I finish digital media um, in the fall. <laughs> um, really? Not because I got one. Yeah, I don't want to be a nun or anything. I did when I was younger, but that didn't work out, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just really, really, <laughs> I'm really interested in the study of God and um, the, the history of the Bible. It's like, like, but like, not because like, I want to like do a job from it. I just think it's just so freaking interesting. Like, you know, how some people are like crazy about aliens and stuff. Mine's like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> What's your thought process? I mean, you know, that's a little touchy subject when you start talking about religion, but what is, what's your thought process about that? Okay. So I'm from Trinidad. So I don't know if you know much about Trinidad, but we are like very, everybody celebrates everything, you know, um, like, you know, like some, you'll have like a Diwali celebration, which is for the Hindus. Then like the next day you're going to like the Corpus Christi, you go to church, the Catholics, like everybody celebrates everything. And I grew up with so many different religions. So I like, I got really fascinated in it. My mom is Seventh Day Adventist, which is kind of like, that's also touchy. I tried a lot of different religions to like, see what it was and like what it's about. And I came up with just believing in the Bible. That's the, that's what God gave us. I tried to prove it wrong. Didn't work out. So that, that really intrigued me. Um, like ever since I've just been like going for the Bible, like I'm a Sabbath believer because that's what God said. <laughs> and, you know, like just like little things like that, like by all means, like I'm not perfect at all, but I think that's like the best part about God is that none of us, all of us are shitty. Like that's what also, you know, like how could someone love us so much to like, <laughs> care about us degenerates <laughs> now you said something about your mother what'd you call your mother no she she's a seventh day adventist so they're like they go to church on saturdays i grew up going to seventh day adventist church and then on sundays i went to catholic church with my grandma and then my dad on wednesdays to the baptist church so i'm like all churched you know 
but I'm not very religious. I don't like religion. Well, I like religion to study, but I don't personally, I think religion is man's way of controlling God and people. The thread of the Bible is the right direction, right? But where, where are the interpretations? Yeah. That's another thing I'm really interested in. Like all the interpretations. I like, I saw this thing. I don't know if you're into religion at all, but there's this man on YouTube and it's like, if you Google, um, study the Bible in 24 hours. First of all, the title was like, okay, <laughs> like I've been trying my whole life to figure it out. And you're going to tell me in 24 hours. He is the first and only person that's explained the Bible elegant way from a scientific perspective, you know? And like, he talks about time, like time is all coinciding at once. And like, you know, like if you're into like science, you know, science stuff as well, like he explains all of these things so well and he backs it up with each different version of the Bible he backs it up with the Hebrew, the Jewish Bible, and all the different stuff. And it's really interesting, like really, really interesting to me. Oh, I think there's a lot of, I mean, I I wear a Moldavite stone. I don't know if you can see that. Crashed in the Stop. Czech Republic about yeah, 15 million years ago. So That's it's the holy, so cool. I was in Brooklyn uh, in Dumbo, and I was looking for a necklace. Yeah. Right? And I went to all these places, and I went into this uh indian gentleman's store and there's probably five thousand stones and as soon as i walked in the store i saw this right and i kept yeah. walking around walking around walking around and he kept drawing me back towards it so we did yeah. a little ceremony yeah. and yeah it's supposed to give you a communication to the other side so uh, wait other side like what like other side like aliens or other side like spiritual spirits and stuff i think it's more like uh spirit world kind of Okay, that's scary. Are you not scared? Like they come and like talk to you? Well, I've seen a lot of stuff. I don't even want to go there. I don't want to be like a crazy guy, but I see. No, I I've see seen some lots stuff of stuff too. So I'm like cautious because I'm I'm from Trinidad, the island people. So we know. <laughs> well, you see what I said. I said I can tell by your eyes that you're very spiritual. Is that what you meant? Yes. What do you see? And I have to go find my Bible. You're scaring me. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's what very clear. See? Very clean, very clear, very good vision, very clear. Like if, if someone is clear, they don't have a lot of, I would say, demons or baggage on their back. Thank you. Yeah, it, it does. It's weird. You know what's funny? My grandma, well, she's... Okay. okay. Hold on, Betty. Um, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I'm, my dad is stealing my charger. Um, my grandma was, um, before she died, she was Catholic. And that's a whole other... <laughs> you know, crazy history. But, um, when I was born, I'm the first of my generation on both sides and I have a huge family. So I'm the first of 36 grandkids on just one side. And she said, when I was born, I would be my number one gift would be influence. Um, so weird now, cause I'm an influencer. <laughs> um, she said I would, um, be one of the most photographed women in the world. And she also said I would be Miss Trinidad and Tobago. And none of those things I would have ever expected for myself. Like I didn't even grow up in Trinidad, let alone how that happened for me. And like, she died before all of these things happened. So like, I was just like, oh my gosh. And she dreamt vividly. And sometimes I would too. I would say there's some crisp thought process there with you. Very crisp thought process. I'm trying to like what skirt around. It's like, you're uh, going to be sitting one day. <laughs> I just, that's just what I see. I don't know. I just see, I just see things. I have no idea where it comes from, but I can just see that. I can see people. I can see like, I can see lines of people. uh, Like I could tell, like, just, I don't know. It's just something that's interesting. 
You're an yeah. empath, aren't you? I think so. I don't know. I think you're an empath that sees that sees shit. I'm the one that feels shit. <laughs> I don't know how to say it any other way, but is that, you know? Like uh, a lot of my friends are into the spiritual world and, and like uh, superfoods and shamans and ayahuasca. You did, you did ayahuasca? No, I didn't, but it sounds like interesting. <laughs> um, but but when I was around shamans, out of my friends and everybody, shamans could not read me ever. That's comforting for like I'm a feeler, right? I'm the clairsentient empath. The I can feel other people's feelings as if it's my own, and I'm very yeah. drawn to people that I can't feel because I I'm very juvenile in knowing what's going on with my feelings. Recent, you know, like all together. But like, yeah. I'm learning how to like differentiate whose feelings I'm around. Cause I like, I'm very emotional. So yeah. naturally, and I'm dramatic naturally, but like, imagine like feeling someone else's feelings that you didn't like grow up within themselves to like handle how, you know, their strength kind of stuff. So like, be like, you know, like woman, I'm like, like all the stuff that's going on in the Capitol. Like I like have been super sick and like drained and like dragging. And my mom's like, you know, like you, you know. It's probably what's going Me on in, in the world. Really? What do you do for that? I don't know. There's one day, you know, the one day that um, when Jupiter and they had that thing happen like 800 years ago, whatever. I, I was worn out that day. Completely worn out. I think that that's like a paradigm shift of the end for real. Because it's very biblical as well. It's like the, it's something to do with the three kings. That's how they found Jesus. That's the that star was like that kind of thing. All that. Wow. Really? That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I can feel, I mean, you talk about feeling people, I can feel the same thing. Like if I'm around somebody, yeah. you're, I, you probably got a very, very high IQ then I would think. I mean, I'm, I'm smart, I guess. <laughs> I skipped one to grade. I don't know. <laughs> you ever done an IQ test? Like the ones online. I'm, I think I'm pretty smart, but like, I feel like the people that think they're smart are the stupid ones. So <laughs> I don't want to like tell people that I'm, I think I'm smart, but I kind of do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, some people there, um, if it, if you have very, very high sensitivities, right? Very, very yeah. high sensitivities. It's There's things that you, because it's, it, it's like these sensitivities take you to an extreme focus in certain direction or certain topics. Yeah. And, you, and because of that extreme focus, it's not because you're not smart. It's because you're not noticing the other things around you. Yeah, that makes so, so much sense. And then like, sometimes you're just like you'll explain yourself to someone very deeply and you know you're making sense because it makes sense in real life but they they, mm-hmm. they can't understand that's been my like yeah. frustration for like being in florida a lot of yeah. people are very surface not real yeah well i mean i feel like that's probably how they cope yeah, yeah. maybe that's i'm this refreshing i didn't expect this conversation <laughs> <laughs> i don't it's weird i re- it's weird i could tell that immediately i don't know uh, really? Oh my God. So my last name means blessed by God. I think God had to put something <laughs> to, to cover yeah, me. Right. Cover well, he gave, you the, he gave you the looks. I mean, geez. Oh, stop it. I don't even think it's that. I think I'm just good at marketing, <laughs> honestly. You probably come from a very strong bloodline. Yeah. You know? um, I can trace my roots back to, there was a boat that, you know, like Trinidad is a similar history to America. And mm-hmm. like for Columbus came to us as well. And like the indent- we didn't have slaves. We had indentured slaves. And like there was a big boat of Indian people that came with him. My grandmother's grandmother, my grandmother's grandmother came on that boat, which is really cool because I'm into history. So like, you know, 
And then my granddad's family comes from the Congo, which is like really cool because I got to like go to Africa, but not there. So it's like, you know, the mutts are the strongest. Is uh, And I, I've got, it's funny. I have these questions here because the other thing that was interesting is last night, uh, I, my daughter modeled in New York and she was a big kid model. She was with Wilhelmina and, and she's been watching the next top model, the one that's on now. They're like, who are you interviewing tomorrow? And I said, this girl named Renee. She said, that's the Renee that's on the show. I guess the show came out in 2013. Yeah, it's like seven years ago. And like, I didn't really realize like, I just got people to like, forget. It's not like I wanted to forget, but like, it's just, it's weird. Cause then you stop being human, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> just starting to be a human being again. And like, here it comes again, but in a good way. I think I'm more mature now to like handle it. Cause it's, it's also too like the, the empath thing. It's like such yeah. strong energy towards you, yeah. you know, like, like I'm the person with, are you super love me or are you super hate me? Which I, you know, either way <laughs> you're thinking about me, you're polarizing and you know, but like, yeah. it's, it's a <laughs> at once. So is that something you don't like to talk about anymore? Next no, I, model? I don't mind it. I mean, just everything about that was like, cause I dreamt that happening, <laughs> not the show, but like certain things that happened there. God just does like the most random stuff to me. I would like, didn't try out for that show. I actually was quitting modeling because I wasn't working and I was flying home um, to my parents who hates modeling. And my agent was like, try this last casting. I had no idea it would be top model because I'd never thought like in a million years, like this is like a show I watched growing up, like religiously, you know, I would have never thought that they would pick me, you know? And I went there and like, they had like a metal detector. I'm like, what kind of casting is this? You know, there's this like, this is guy sitting next to me. First of all, it's always been girls. So there's this guy sitting next to me and we're over here talking mad shit. Cause I'm, I'm already bitter in the back, you know, like I'm ready to go home. I'm like on my way to the airport. And he's like, what? Cause he knew what was going on, but I don't think he knew that I didn't know that what was going on. And he's like, well, watch Tyra walk in and everybody's going to be like, Oh my God, it's Tyra. And we're like picking out like the people, like that one's going to do it. And that one's going to do it. I kid you not. Tyra walks in and me and him were the two like loudest, like most shameful people in the back, like screaming like, Oh my God, it's Tyra. <laughs> you know, like when she walks in. <laughs> How was Tyra working with her? Well, we didn't get to see her very much, but I mean, she's Tyra. She's like a legend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, for me, I really, really wanted to be like her best friend, but I guess it, that's not what you're going there for, <laughs> you yeah. know, but it is what it is. But like, as far as like being able to be in the same room of a legend, someone that like paved the way for me to be able to be, you know, me, I wouldn't have had an opportunity if it wasn't for her and women like her. So that alone just like, was like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'll talk shit all day, but like. Well, I did see the scene with you and Marvin in the bunk bed. <laughs> Nothing happened. Okay, if you know me, like I just told you I wanted to be a nun. I'm the most prude, like scared of men person you will ever meet. Like I probably have like what, three boyfriends in my entire life. So it wasn't like that at all. It was like the most innocent thing ever. He's really sweet. So, you know, like we're probably like, I think that that night they had put like mics in our bed and we knew. So we're just like, cause they're like, oh, if you guys are going to sleep in the same bed, you have to keep the lights on and whatever. At this point, like it's like halfway through the season. So we're like exhausted with like all the stuff that's going on, like beyond stressed out. So it was just like him and I were giggling and passing notes with like stick figures on it. And like, you know what I mean? Like he's like showing me like something under the bed and we're laughing. We're like making a joke, like guess what they're going to think, you know, you know, just like being like stupid, (laughs) you know? And then sure enough, (laughs) 
my mom's like, really, Renee? I'm like, mom, like, mom, have you not known me my entire life? I'm like, seriously? Do you, do you have a boyfriend now? I don't. I think men are afraid of me. Why? Oh, I'm afraid of them too. So I don't know. They never approach me. They never say anything to me. So, I mean, I run away too. So I guess, I don't know. I'm scared. You run? Why are you scared? I'm not, I'm like, I guess like, since I've started modeling when I was 18, I've always been around women and gay men. So I don't really have much experience with guys. And I just, I don't know, like, I'm really into people that have manners and respect. And not a lot of men have that, you know, and I feel like people would look at me and expect me to be a certain thing, like a trophy, you know, or like a, you know, like a Barbie. And I'm like, and then they, then they find out I like have Venus fly traps and like, I'm into like, yeah, you're yeah. very, very smart. I don't have my stuff together. I'm working on it, but <laughs> I don't know. They People look at me and they expect one thing, and I feel like I'm so left from what that is. But I know how to play the game, I guess. What's your be-all, end-all? I mean, where are you, like the next five years, what are your... What's your ultimate goals? I know you talked about the theology and where do you want to be in five years? Oh my gosh. It's so funny you asked me that because I I asked myself that in the beginning of COVID and I had no idea. And as a 32 year old woman, I'm finally starting to like get to know what I want for my own self. I want to, I want, cause I just started my business and I really want my business to be, you know, like a thriving thing. And not just because of like making money or anything like that. Like I just really want to show myself that like you've been working for everybody else's brand and you're able and smart enough to be able to do that for yourself. I love the process of like, I like graphics. I'm in school now for graphic design. So it's like, I love the graphics. I like the Photoshop. I like, you know, like putting everything together with the website. So just to see something like I I actually did not done for someone else. Like I've done this for me and this is like all me and like, I've done it. I want to see that thrive, just, you know, like my little piece of, you know, leave my mark on the world kind of thing. I want to see that um, as an actual brick and mortar. That would be really cool. After that, I would like to, I don't know, I want to get married and like have kids and stuff within the next few years. But I don't know, like being me, I don't know. (laughs) You better find that boyfriend. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just like God handle it. Cause I don't know. Another thing I'm going to do is I want to go to the Jordan and get baptized within the next five years. I've always traveled on my own, like for work. I've never really traveled for a vacation. So I want to go around the world and like, like explore all the interesting stuff that I like, like the Vatican, but like the dark sides and like, you know, like go to like all these different things, like the Taj Mahal and just travel for my own self and like, don't have anybody's like anything. I know that's probably not what you're supposed to probably say like, Oh, I want world peace and all that kind of stuff. But I just want to like learn who I am, you know, quit worrying about everybody else and worry about yourself. Exactly. I was saying this to one of my guys today is like, if you, if you're the type of person that worries about everybody else, about yourself first, everything else will work out. Sounds easy. Doesn't it? I went through that. I was, went through a, like a small little depression. And and one day I got up and I was like, you know what? I got to, Think about John. I think I started going to a chiropractor first, got my back fixed, started going to gym. Yeah. When I came into myself, you know, everything else started, my business started to grow more. Um, my life became better. We perpetuate a lot of things that we shouldn't perpetuate. I think that it's funny you're saying that um, because one thing to start doing it, right? But like to hear you say that and like know that your, the fruits of your labor is not like wasted. Cause like I'm at the beginning of where you were, but it's like, it's so, it feels good to like be healthy and to like 
you know, like do something for yourself and like to see that you've done well with it. That makes, you know, you're inspiring me. My friends are into superfoods and all that. When you start feeling yourself and coming into yourself, right. And you can feel the energy in your body and walking around barefooted. There's something, there's something to that. I always get in trouble for walking around barefoot and my mom like hates it, but like, is there something? Cause like, it makes me feel so like choked if I don't take, like, I love shoes, like take them off and like, feel the the earth yes they say you're supposed to connect with the earth because you know what are the what's the five elements earth wind fire air and water oh (laughs) the most important right (laughs) yeah 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 i think there is something to that that's that's very very it's very very interesting you did this podcast i think if you if you when you find yourself and you you can still have fun and and be a little crazy i think if you play by the rules of life you'll end up where you're supposed to end up i'm seeing that like i grew up here and I never felt like I belonged here. And like, like I said, it's really hard to find people like you, you know, to be able to like actually understand me. I felt super alienated here. Coming back this time, I'm like completely like blown away by like how amazing it is to be here. And like, I couldn't imagine being, having to spend COVID in New York. And my parents have like, you know, a lot of land. So we like outside running around, like I have a pit bull now. I have two birds, like, I'm, like, trying to convince my dad to get me, like, these designer chickens, you know? Like, I, re- I like, want these cute pets. And, like, my dad's like, well, if you keep getting all these pets, you can't leave. So I'm like, <laughs> maybe I just don't want to. <laughs> I wrote so that I- down and saw that listed, uh, Pitbull Mom. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, you know, do you hear him at the door crying? <laughs> he's very he's codependent. Yeah, his name is Miko. And he's a, um, he's a Staff- Staffordshire, my baby. He's, he's like the most scary thing when there's like an outsider, but like, if it's just like us, like a baby, like he cries all day. <laughs> he like, you know, like to see him from the outside, you're like, whoa. But then like, now he's sleeping in my bed. I'm like the last person that wants a dog, like in my room and now he's sleeping in my bed. I can't sleep without him. You know, like every day, like I have to like, I took him this morning to go running. We're teaching him to come off the leash, like in public. Cause I want him to go in public. Cause I'm going to like make him my emotional support dog. Those people with the big dogs in your lap on the plane. Like I want to be one of those people. Have you ever seen a pit bull on a plane? No, but I'm, I want to be the first <laughs> <laughs> or like that have him in one of those artists. <laughs> yeah. That would be an interesting trip. Oh, there's Renee with her pit bull. I know, right? Like in the harness. And he's literally, when he stands on his two feet, he's my height. I think he's 102 pounds. And I'm like 120 pounds. So it's like, (laughs) it's like ridiculous. How tall are you? I'm five foot nine. Pretty big. Yeah. Can you hear him? (laughs) Yeah, I hear hear him now. If you're going in this change of life, are you going to put modeling to the side? Okay, as far as modeling, like I've been doing this for 10 years. And I feel like at this point, it's a part of me. And I do enjoy it sometimes. Not all the time, but like I do enjoy it. I think now, like after Top Model and like after like all the stuff that I was able to do, I have a platform so people will treat you differently. I'm like finally in a place where I feel like a human instead of just like a Barbie or a clothes hanger. And I don't want to give that up when it's getting good, you know, but I think it's a a type of thing that um, I'm able to do and do what I want as well. Like my agency, like they know me, they know my values. They know I don't work on Sabbath and like, they'll, they'll ask me like, Hey, do you want to do this job first before they even submit and stuff like that? So it's like able to do that. And I'm very, very thankful that I'm able to do that. I can still do what I want. So like, now that I'm here, I'm like looking to buy property and, you know, like have all my pets and stuff. (laughs) When, whenever, um, a job comes up, I'll be able to be, you know, have 
a plan. So it's not just like, you know, I'm on someone else's schedule. I'm finally in a place too, where I can let life take me where I'm supposed to be instead of fighting everything. You know, like I want to like swim with the tide rather than like, you know, <laughs> drown. I call it keeping people on their heels. Yeah. You know, if you don't keep people on their heels, there's there's no accountability. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think you have a great message. I mean, if you you do have a platform, right? So maybe yeah. there's some type of content like our conversation. You should tell yeah. this story through your daily life. You know, and and like be a you know a message. It's crazy because out of like my ten years of modeling, I've never had like an interview like type of thing in to be able to talk about like this type of stuff, like stuff that I'm like actually into. So I'm like, thank you for that. To like actually asking about me rather than you know what you want me to be, if that makes sense. And like I'm trying really hard to actually learn who I am for myself first too. Cause I really don't yeah. know. And I just started a YouTube channel and it's, it's supposed to be about me curating my life. It's like, I do know that I want to build a kingdom with my, my offspring somehow, you know, yeah. I guess, I guess you need a husband for that, but you know, I'm thinking about the kids. Like I want to be able to like build a future, you know, like I, I just want to just do better in order to do that. I have to curate what I am and who, and what, what I do now. So like, whether it's being healthy, learn about what's happening, like do some investments, like be an adult, you know? So I'm like yeah. really like taking slow steps to learning what I need to do to build the future that I want. Like, I want to like my dream house is like Neverland, And like, I want like giraffes and shit, you know, like, can you imagine like growing up with like a cougar? That would be crazy. I, and I, I have something like to say about that too, is I think with someone in your position, I think you said you don't think about money that much, right? Yeah, it's exhausting. If you create something of value mm-hmm. in yourself and whatever that message is, and that mm-hmm. message can attract people from some way or another, whether it's learning, the, learning you and your life and what it is, the money will come. Yeah. So and it you, has, yeah. it really has. God really takes care of me. And even if I don't have money, he takes care of me. So it's like, maybe that's why. So my question to you is, do you really think that people are interested in getting to know that stuff? Or do you really think that they are just interested in like, <laughs> you know, like being pretty and like soulless? I call it the vapor. I think the vapor is overplayed. You know, pop culture is overplayed. It's like some of these influencers you know, it's like, what are you doing? You know, they have these big platforms or whatever. They are feeding the beast. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. feeding pop culture and they live in that and they're turning money or whatever. But what are they really leaving behind? I feel guilty in that because like one day, because like it, it's exhausting too, because it's a lot. Like I have so much going on and then you have to post and you have to do this, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's like a job in a, like a, a never ending nine to five. And I like, I sat there and I was just like, even my agency, they were like, we want to get to know who you are. And I didn't really understand what they meant because I'm doing that right now. I'm just like putting out like soulless, useless stuff sometimes that like, where's the substance? Yeah. I think you find the passion within yourself and, and sell that passion to the world. Yeah. Sell it. You know, I mean, that's a term, uh, but I think if you're passionate yeah. about who you are and what you want to do, People will recognize yeah. that. I just didn't think people wanted that too. Like having this conversation with you is like, I think is very refreshing. It is. You know? it's, shit gets lonely. <laughs> it's like you're, you're making jokes to yourself that no one ever gets, you know, like the cougar joke. Yeah. Did you get that one? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not quite a cougar yet, are you? I mean, I just, in my industry, maybe. <laughs>
they're selling the cougarism at uh, 32? I guess. I don't know. But like, I don't know. All the like young boys. Like Marvin was, uh, I was 23. He was 19. <laughs> ton of life ahead of you. I think you're a great personality. And I think you need to, this conversation we had today, I think that should be your stick. Be you. That's hard. Uh, I'm working on it. Thank absolutely. you. Just do it. Just do it. My lawyer told me, he's like, John, you're the only guy I know that could walk into any executive meeting and drop a grenade at any time. You know, I'm like that. You, you know what I'm saying? I think if you carry that, if you create value and you can go yeah. to any meeting and drop a grenade at any time, yeah. that will get Just you more respect and more value in the long run than kowtowing to people that are full of shit anyway. <laughs> exactly. That's true. Okay. I, I guess I have to be more of like, I feel like this is more personable too, in a sense. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that advice. Well, I could talk to you all day, get off here. I know your pit bull is waiting on you. And if I come to Fort Lauderdale, you know, maybe we can go play golf or something. I don't know. You swing a golf club. Oh my gosh. I would like, my, I would go out of my mind. The last time I played golf, I flipped a golf cart. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do something fun. Let's go to like an escape room or like something cool do you like golf yeah, we, i play golf just to get my mind off other things i'll go to escape room with you sorry not bashing golf but i just like i don't know <laughs> my add is gonna like kill me <laughs> add that's the that's the sensitivities it's not add it's a focus sensitivity so sensitivities drive you down that that path i said you have to tell people that so they understand that's like you know the universal like that's why i'm, I'm the way i am <laughs> another threat is that is like you know, I think the Western world has has been scared of either smart people, intelligent people. You know, it's like we created education to slow down learning. Edgar Allan Poe, Einstein, Leonardo da Vinci, all these like really weird, crazy people. I bet they were like so ostracized in their day. Well, they were. The normal people were scared of that. They were said these people were too damn smart. Right. Like, look at Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'll stop rambling. I could definitely talk to you a lot. <laughs> I'll definitely look you up. I'll send you a link to this interview. We'll try to get it tight. And we do have one of the biggest networks in the world on Facebook. Really? So if you ever want to, yeah, if you ever want to tell this story and formulate something, you know, we can put you out there. I would love that. I would definitely love that. Yeah. Just let me know what I need to do. Well, yeah. thank you, Renee Bagwandine. That's, bag. that's it, right? Like Bagwandine. Yeah. <laughs> Bagwandine. Like Magic Don Juan. I will remember that and I will come see you in Fort Lauderdale. Yay. And if I'm ever up there, I'll come see you too. We'll go play golf. Yeah. You come to Charleston, South Carolina. You ever been to Charleston? I haven't, but I've been to North Carolina a lot. Okay. Charleston is a great, great place. I definitely want to go. Do you know who um, Nicholas Sparks is? Nicholas Sparks. I know that name. I'm not sure. Who is it? He's like the cheesy romance novel guy who did the the notebook and like Dear John. He's from North Carolina. So I had to go. I'm like, I'm a big reader. That's a whole nother story. One of my guys I was partners with for uh, on a project for two years is Nick Cassavetti's directed the notebook. Stop. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. I'm, that's really cool. And like, I'm like the biggest like nerd with like stupid stuff like that, <laughs> like into science you're fiction. You're romantic, huh? I try not to be. I'm a Libra, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. I really, really enjoyed the interview and we will uh, see you soon. Renee yeah. Bagwandeen. Did right. I say that right? Got yep. it right. Mm -hmm. I'm John Edmonds Cosma, the CEO of Bang Productions. And this has been your Unimpressed Podcast. Thank you.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.